There is a piece to being a coach that we have to be able to give ourselves. There's a piece to being a coach that requires us to look at our ego, to look at the identity that we have formed inside of coaching culture. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. I want to tell you a story about a girl this morning, a girl who I know you will resonate with a girl who I know you will see yourself in. But before I do, I need you to know that you do not need to fire your clients in order to feel empowered working with the people you're working with. You do not need to fire the clients who are not listening to your plans in order to feel empowered as a coach. There's something that I learned a long time ago when I was working with clients who didn't always listen to the advice I gave, who didn't always listen to the assignments I provided, who didn't always do their homework or check in with me on time. I used to, I used to think that because they weren't doing these things that either they didn't want it bad enough or I wasn't a good coach. I couldn't figure out how to break through with them. I couldn't figure out how to motivate them or hold them accountable. And as it turns out, neither of those two scenarios are true. You see, there's this belief in coaching culture that tells us that if a client is not doing the things that they're supposed to do, that they don't want it bad enough. There's this belief in coaching culture that tells us that if our clients aren't listening to our advice, then they aren't ready to change, but that's not true. So the story I wanna tell you is about a girl named Laura who was working with clients over a decade ago who felt really uncomfortable when clients wouldn't listen to what I was saying, wouldn't check in with me on time, wouldn't provide the detail that I expected them to provide me so that I knew how to adjust their plan, so that I knew how to coach them better. And I thought it was their job to give that to me. I thought it was their job to to provide me the information that I felt that I needed in order to feel confident and comfortable coaching them. But as it turns out, there is a piece to being a coach that we have to be able to give ourselves. There's a piece to being a coach that requires us to look at our ego, to look at the identity that we have formed inside of coaching culture and challenge pieces of that challenge what we believe to be true because when we push clients away simply because on the surface it appears through our very limited eyes that they don't want it we lose out they will go on and hire another coach who does have the patience to work with them to figure out why it is they can't stick to what they're doing what they're being told to do eventually they will find someone who knows the questions to ask them to unearth the deeper reason why they're pushing back against you. The work for you in this moment is to recognize that they need you to step up for them. 
when I was a coach early, early on, I felt so triggered by clients like this. I've fired clients before who really needed me. I've, I've failed many clients in my time as a coach, many more than I care to admit, probably many more than I actually served as I figured out what my role truly is as a coach. You know, when we live into the identity that is given to us when we get our certification, when we live into what we feel is expected of us, we are constantly pushing our clients to achieve faster results and better results so that we feel validated as a coach. And when they aren't able to adhere to the guidelines that we provide them so that we can feel good about what we're doing, we push them away because they are reflecting back to us the fact that we don't feel valuable all on our own that we need them to be successful so that we feel successful. We need them to be adherent so that we know we're doing a good job. We need them to tell us that they're happy with the work that we're doing so that we know we're worth charging for our services. Firing clients is just one example of where we are disempowering ourselves and we are failing the people who need us the most. When our reaction is to let the people go who aren't immediately getting the results that we know are possible for them, we are never facing the growth edges that we need to face in order to learn how to hold those people. We are never exploring the growth edge that we need to explore in order to evolve into that next level of ourselves. And if we never push that growth edge, we will forever operate within the box the industry put you in. We will forever operate within the box that keeps your voice truly silent. There's brilliance in you. There are really special gifts in you. But in order for those gifts to come out, you have to be comfortable inside of the uncomfortable moments of clients failing. You have to be comfortable inside of the uncomfortable moments of clients resisting you, of frustrating you of pushing back against you, of not trusting you, of, of not believing you, of questioning you, of listening to you and then doing something completely opposite of what you suggested, of listening to you but not really listening and continuing to struggle in the same loops they've been struggling in their entire life. You have to recognize that this is not a reflection of you, but rather an opportunity for you, an invitation for you to push your own growth edge so that you can understand what's really going on in your clients' minds. I need you. Your clients need you. The world needs you to step out of the box that you've been put in and understand that when you fire the people who are struggling the most, we're giving up on the world. Because 95% of people fit into that category. 95% of people that you work with are not going to listen to you 100% of the time. They're not gonna look ready. They're not going to just listen to your advice because they're scared. They are so terrified. They're terrified both of failure and of success and their brain is hardwired to push back away from both. And unfortunately, you are the representation of change to them. So a lot of the time, it's going to look like they're pushing back against you, but that's not it. They're pushing back against their future. 
They're pushing back against who they know they can be. They're pushing back against the opportunity that's landed in their lap inside of the words that you offer them, the advice that you offer them, the guidance that you offer them. And they're throwing it back at you because it's uncertain. It's unpredictable. It's terrifying to think about who they could become or who they are if they fail yet again. So to circle back around, you do not need to fire your clients in order to feel empowered. And the story of me working with clients for over a decade and letting more clients down than I care to admit to you is to illustrate to you that you don't have to wait 10 years to figure this out. You don't have to go through the pain of failing client after client to figure out what makes people tick. You just have to get curious enough and compassionate enough and patient enough and empathetic enough, not just with your clients, but with yourself, with yourself, my love. You have to show yourself compassion and empathy and patience because this is just as much of a growth edge for you as it is for your client. And it's going to scare you just as much as it scares them because you're in it together. You are co-creators of their future. If you don't feel scared, you're not reaching enough. If you don't feel uncomfortable, you're not reaching enough. You are meant for so much more than what you're told you're meant for. And if your mentors are telling you to fire the clients who don't reflect back to you how amazing you are, you need a new mentor. Because truthfully, the clients who do things perfectly the first time, they were going to succeed without you. They don't actually need you. There's something in their mind that tells them they need you to tell them exactly what to do. They would have gone to bodybuilding.com and downloaded a program and they would have succeeded anyways. Those are the people who are going to see success no matter what coach they hire. The coaches who came to you came to you for a reason. They felt something in you. They felt connected to you. They felt your energy. They felt safe with you. And so they said yes to you because they were hopeful that you would be the one to guide them past the blocks that have kept them stuck their entire life. But if you turn around and say, no, I can't help you when those blocks surface, how do you think that makes them feel? It makes them feel abandoned it makes them feel broken. It makes them feel like they will never, ever get to the place in their life that they truly want to get to. This isn't to say it's your responsibility to fix them or even that it's your responsibility to hold them through every stage of that journey, but it is your responsibility to recognize your own egoic reaction and your, your need for validation and push that aside so that you can enter into this conversation with them through new eyes and truly unearth the reason why they aren't doing what you said they should do. I hope this changes everything for you because the truth of it is, is if you can master the art of working with the clients that no other coaches know how to work with, you will never be without clients. You will never be without work. You will never be without the, the purpose that you feel in your belly. 
because people will be coming to you not because you can get them to the fastest progress possible but because you hold space for them no one else knows how to hold you feel comfortable inside of discomfort and they feel safe with you to sit in there with you so my challenge to you is this i want you to look for one of your clients who are struggling more than the others and i want you to witness your own reaction to them i want you to explore what comes up for you when they struggle i want you to explore the emotions that arise in you the thoughts that you have and I want you to start to question those. And when you've questioned them, I want you to sit in them even further. And I want you to ask yourself, what if those thoughts weren't there? What would I be able to see in this person that I don't see right now because my thoughts are blocking me, my ego is blocking me, and my emotions are numbing me to the fact that it's my job to open up this space and look at it closer with them even if I am so uncomfortable in it. I wish you so much luck. I'm sending you so much love. I'm always in your corner and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapoberin.com. See you next time.